influence then yeah no question what about new amsterdam that doesn't extend anywhere in new jersey istanbul was once constantinople when the politicians keep politicking before you turn to excessive drinking spend some time collectively politinkering with the show where i don't know man what is the truth sean's pointing i don't know sean's pointing to us as if we have to like figure out who's gonna drive right now just wait for the song to be over sean we're chilling Oh my god, put your sausage back in your pants. Trying to be a fucking professional here. Sean, you drive. Hello, all you How's crazy cats and kittens out like there in Pop Post like Land. Welcome I- back to Pilot Tinkering. I'm your host, Sean, 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 Sean Fall. Joining me as always is Joseph Bonnier. Hello. And uh, across the other side of the half round, we have Mr. Sean O'Brien. I don't like any of the things you've done so far. Yeah, that's why I did them. That's why I did them I don't like the voice. I don't like the Oprah. Not Mm. a fan. Yeah, I don't like any of that. I don't like any of that. That's what you get for for doing that. (laughs) That is your your punishment. Well, okay. You've made me take it out on the rest of the class, sir. (laughs) So So, uh, all of our listeners can can put their bar of soap in their fucking pillowcase, and they can hold you down in the cot at night, and then they can start beating the fuck out of you. But, but, okay. Mm -hmm. But if I had planned beforehand who would have, like, who was supposed to drive, you would have still beaten the shit out of me with this soap-filled, like, thing, because you hate planning. I probably wouldn't have done the Oprah. Oh, okay. (laughs) So if if I had told you to drive before we, like, just rolled... You the that planning is okay. What's that? The that part of planning is okay. You hate when I plan. Is my point? Yeah, yeah. Basically, everyone uh, does. Uh, you know, <laughs> a, a, someone needs to roll for initiative. So we we need to at least understand where we start, and then you know where the road takes us from there is is fine. We need a DM. But th- we just start recording. Why do we need a road? We're on the road. Once you start recording, that's uh, it. We're it's done. It's not even like a road. It's literally a train track. That, it's just going. That's called text before calling, sir. That's 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 a different show. You just fucking pwned me, Joey. Yeah, that's true. We should have some sort of planning. Oh fuck! I guess I proved my own point. Not really. I'm. Yeah. A, I've always been in between both of you. My mouth is very wide. I'm just looking at them with like a huge mouth right now. It's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. like to plan, but yeah. this time, okay. Let me just ask you guys a question real quick. Well, wait, hang on. Uh, by the way, Snowflakes, uh, if you guys get a chance, please follow us at Paula Tinkering. Uh, rate us on iTunes. You can give us whatever star rating you want or feel is appropriate. Right now, I'd say like a two. We're rolling around a two, but we'll try our best to give you guys a five-star show okay. today. Um, and uh, that's all I have. I think that's all the information that I'm supposed to say usually. What else? What am I supposed to say? I don't promise five stars. I promise Oh, three. yeah, and you can also donate to our uh, website page. You can go on www.fawcast.com, and you can donate and pay for our food and shit like that. And we love you all. I love your faces. I love your sounds. And uh, you make me feel happy. Gross. Can we move on? Sure. Mm. Um, okay, so everybody's been talking about this Trump 100-day thing for the past, like, 100 days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I, I, I don't really want to talk about that. I'm sort of bored by it. Everybody's doing it. And, okay, it's pretty, it's pretty straightforward. He promised some shit. Not much happened. Yeah. He had the Supreme Court justice was appointed by changing the rules, and we're good there. And there wasn't tax reform, there wasn't healthcare reform, and there was—I mean, I don't know—like not much really happened. And then everybody's backing off, saying it's an arbitrary number anyway, which it is. But again, I don't 
really care. I don't care. So I don't know how to make this more interesting. Talk to me. <laughs> You're looking at the wrong Sean. Um, that is uh, that is pretty much how how I've felt about it all along. Um, it is an arbitrary number that um, you know most presidents have not made much progress within, anyways. Uh, maybe the first hundred days of your second term, but that's not even close to the same thing. The first hundred days of being in the White House is you know finding the fucking light switches. Right, like it's it, it is. He... Uh, hopefully not the whole hundred. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I obviously I, I'm being uh, uh, facetious there. But that that is you know just literally learning the the apparatus and the weird thing about the executive branch is that like when a a leaving president uh, evacuates, there is there bowels indeed yeah, all over the White House. They got to <laughs> clean everything, so it takes a few days for that to happen. Why is that? Only after, think of evacuating with bowels because you're you're I don't know you're the child of a doctor. Because poop's funny. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm not a fan. I, I don't like the uh, the the shiza humor. Um, but uh, <laughs> well, that was funny though. <laughs> absolutely, both jokes yeah, were funny. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, but the I, I, there is a certain amount of just figuring out things. So you know, like I was saying, when when one president leaves, they take their entire apparatus with them. None of the the workings of the executive branch really stay behind. So when a new president comes in, they are essentially reinventing the wheel just about every time, unless they have. Have, you know, a, a predecessor of the same party that is going to step by step kind of, you know, walk them through and leave now, them all. The you're right, but there's a scale here because some, pres oh, yeah, yeah. some presidents have gotten totally. a lot of like, you know, Washington professionals who have been around the block many times who, yeah. are, you know, hit the ground running kind of thing. And I do think the 100 days is slightly important in some ways in that it does show what you can accomplish with all of your political capital and momentum. Uh, I think it, it does come from FDR, where it, we know it, he accomplished stage, a lot. I yeah. understand, but... but if you just think about it logically, like at the end of each term, logically, if you're at oh. the end of each term, you're trying to run for re-election, you're spending a lot of your time and your capital doing not, that. Not at the end of each term, at during well, two years the, in, into it, it, during the entire term, you I would are say pretty much running. Hopefully, for your next uh, hopefully a good West a Wing would yeah, wait. Yeah. I would say at least a year. Uh, hopefully, a year. But not I, uh, Trump has not. Clearly, we, he, he's it was the next day. But yeah, as, he filed for a re-election. Uh, yeah, as a politician, every move that you make is about pleasing the constituency and about you know making sure that that's not something hopefully that's not be used everyone. That's you. why we have a republic and not a democracy. That, well, I mean, that there is, are pre I mean, the presidents can make their own decisions. That's for fucking sure. They don't have to follow what's polling. The, oh yeah, but if they want to get reelected, then you know they that's uh, a little bit different story. Yeah, well, okay, that just means that you don't take as many risks. But yeah. it's not that doesn't isn't always the case. I mean, Obama rolled out fucking healthcare pretty early on in his first term. He tried, but yeah, but he, he rolled it out, yeah. and and they lost they yeah. lost in 2010 because of it. Well, uh, <clears throat> uh, Trump rolled and almost it out. lost 2012. I mean, by the way. Well, no, no, no. Trump, Trump rolled it out, but I mean, like Obama took nine months basically to square away everything that was going to do it. But um, what I'm, my point is that an overhaul of the healthcare system in America is, it was a huge thing to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That it was wildly unpopular for both parties. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, but it was something that needed to happen. It just needed to happen. So um, needs to happen. Precisely. Well, it needs. It's. It's. It is demonstrably better for many people. You know what I mean? It's not as great for a lot of people who are able to afford it, you know, in a, in some capacity. And that's not good. I'm not yeah. saying that that's a great thing. But there are more people on health care. More people have health care than didn't before. There are less people dying than were before. 
simply because of what happened with the bill. It's, it's well, hard we to- we talked about it before, the system is being abused more so than it ever has been. And the the way that that is being implemented is is costing vastly more than we ever anticipated. Precisely, and yeah. It's completely unsustainable. And Precisely. A pipe dream. Right. Well, I wouldn't the go last that far. It's, it's, right, de- but it's, the not, other one is, it's definitely not collapsing either. I mean, it's, yeah, it's oh, not. This, this is, it, it really not, isn't. They've been, they did a lot of studies on this recently because everyone's accusing it of death spirals, and it's not true. Yeah, I don't think we had the numbers on this when we did our healthcare episode, but it yeah. is not true. It's stable. They pronounced it, it yeah. stable. <clears throat> but regardless- they did. I know you don't They pronounced it stable. They will. They declared it stable. I declare the healthcare system in America more stable than not. Anyway, but so the point that I'm trying to make is that it was a risky move to try to do that. And and in implementing it was detrimental to Obama. I think, one, Trump has tried. He's tried to his detriment. I mean, they're all dumb moves and they were, you know, dumb by dumb people with evil intent. But the point is- all of them. He did a lot of them. You can't argue he didn't do a lot. And he and Trump, J- Obama just had one in 2008 or I'm sorry, early 2009. Yeah. Big, Democratic Congress. Yeah. And, it's a big, and it's a big deal. Just like Trump is a big deal. The only difference is Trump can't do shit with Republican Congress, right, yeah. which is the biggest interesting part. Well, he's also the most, let's be honest, the least popular president in modern history. And you the big difference that. is that B-Rock was an actual Democrat, whereas Trump is not a Republican. Yeah, right. Sure. I mean, yeah. you know. Correct. Barack that, had the entire party behind him where Trump's got the party split. Exactly. I mean, Trump. Got to and where no he Democrats was by, anyway. by telling all the rest of the Republicans that they were dumb as shit. Like he, right. That's how he won the primary, is yeah. telling them that they that, that were all wrong. And so all of the people that thought that they were dumb voted for Trump. Right. Well, I mean, okay, so I, I, I genuinely don't know how to make this, this episode interesting. What, is it just a referendum on Trump then? Keep I saying mean, that, we... that might help. <laughs> Sean gave me a terrible look right now. <laughs> like a death look. He's like, this is your show! Yes, yeah, constantly judging that doesn't work. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, it, okay, I, I guess I don't mean how to make this episode interesting, but why is it that we're so disinterested in this 100-day conversation right now? That every, that's it's an arbitrary number. Yeah, we, we, I, it's, not, it's not that arbitrary. We, I mean, it's a thing I mean, that everybody's been you know, leading up to, so it's a milestone, it's a thing. I've always but, been disinterested in it for, for every president, but for this presidency specifically, I think it's just burnout. I think it's just, you know, yeah, maybe. there's just so much. I mean, like, there's another day. protest this weekend, or what's the impeachment protest? Like, we're just, you know, lining up, pro- like, this is just kind of like a weekend picnic now. Uh, it's not like really protest say, is the new brunch kind of. Yeah. It, it's, it's become like the, the new way of social gathering and like, yeah, I think you're right. The U S has slowly become more European. I think this is a European thing being more uh, active and protesting in the streets. I think it's like French kind of thing and it's modern European. So it's, and a lot of people have said this, that the U S is becoming more European where everyone is, is much more polarized. There's an extreme left and extreme right kind of thing, more taking power. And it's true. Uh, and people thought it started with Obama, and it kind of did. He was kind of the European left, and now we're seeing kind of the European right with Trump. When's the last time, Sean, when's the last time you stopped watching the news? Like you didn't watch some form of news that day? When did I stop beating my wife? I, I don't. <laughs> I'm, it, not, I'm not claiming it's a bad thing to be watching the news. <laughs> Let me I'm turn that around on you. you. Let me ask you. When did you, when was the last when's day the you last, stopped? The last day I didn't yeah, watch the I, news I, I or listen to the news? Vast periods I think of time he, not watching yeah, the news. Yeah, he has days. You, you don't. I don't think so. Um, I feel like Kelly and I went on vacation during Valentine's, so February, I think. Like you went out like one day all day February. and you didn't check your phone? Yeah, basically. That's, yeah. Like we were okay. wine country. I can't, like, honestly, I can't remember the last time I but, did that. But before that, I, I don't know. I mean, June, maybe. <laughs> 
But I guess the question the begs question of, um, are we more apt to be connected now than we were before Trump? Are we more apt to be connected now? Yeah. Are we more uh, oh, yeah, less likely sure. to have those nature days without our phones and for connection? For sure. Well, aren't you? I, yeah. I can because ne- every time well, you wake up in the morning, you check the news. You're like, know, holy shit! What the hell happened so now? It's bad though. I mean, like, I, I can't do anything. Can you do anything? Like, no, would I'm you paralyzed. feel better when you? I wake think up? I'm addicted to the news, and I'm also a loser, so that helps. But I think I'm <laughs> paralyzed with what's going on. I yeah, think, me too. <laughs> I, I I think I just went through all of this after 9/11, and I got that out of my system. Um, you know, that like after 9-11 is kind of like when I, I was st- too young, I think. Yeah. That's that, well, that's when I started really diving into like the Alex Joneses and, you know, all of the, the conspiracy. I was always, you know, a, uh, a coast to coast fan and a conspiracy fan in general. But mm-hmm. like 9-11 obviously like tipped the, the you know, tipped it over. There were, uh, you know, months of 24 hour news coverage of this in, in one single event. Uh, so I, I, you know, after a couple of years of living in that bubble, I, I just decided at one day that I, I had to stop. And so I cut myself off just kind of cold turkey from news for, for quite some time. It literally wasn't until we started politinkering that I started watching any sort of news on a regular basis, which I still don't even do. Wait, so I'm confused though. What did you think you could ch- like? Why were you so tuned in? It was just the conspiracy element of it. You were convinced it was an inside job, and then you just stayed. Um, part of it was I wanted to know. Part of it was I wanted to be able to predict. I wanted to be able to understand, and I wanted to be able to, um, you know, at that time I, I was in my early 20s, so I wanted to at least prepare for if I would thought I was if you going had to, to go be to drafted war, yeah, okay. or prepare for my life. You know, what is it that is in this vastly changing world that we're in? What is the the best course of action for me to take? Well, and that is, uh, you know, I after going through that, I found that that was way less influential in my life than I had uh, uh, assumed it had the power to be. Yeah, I guess. Well, so when when did you stop? When was the point that you like just decided to stop watching? Um, I don't know. It was probably there, there wasn't. I, I can't really pinpoint the date, but there, I, it was probably <laughs> September eleventh, yeah, exactly. two thousand four. Probably the twelfth. Give was, him a day. It was probably somewhere around there. Yeah, uh, uh, two thousand four, two thousand five. Okay. Um, I just kind of had to, yeah, stop. Um, How do you feel about it now? Do you still are you still convinced it was an inside job in some capacity? I'm wishy washy. I know nothing. Okay. Um, right I I I see that you know, and that's the thing. Like um, people, again, we get into these like choosing of teams. We get into this Democrat Republican. We get into this right and wrong. Whereas you know, if you really look at conspiracies, there's kernels of truth peppered throughout. And so, you know, for me to believe that the entire government was involved in taking down the World Trade Center, no, obviously not. But for me to think that there's a few key people that would vastly profit or vastly be able to gain power through allowing these things to happen or turning a blind eye when this thing or that thing shows up on the radar, then I, I am certainly open to that, that, uh, that line of thinking. Sure. Okay. So uh, in other like words, said, there might have I... been just a couple people in the military who you know, had the power to stop it, but didn't, you're saying? Well, once it's the military, then it's just orders. So it's, you know, someone in maybe the Pentagon or someone, you know, that has the authority to say, at least hold off for a minute while we figure this out when they know damn well what is happening, you know, in those situations, just a a couple of minutes delay can be the difference between, you know, 
causing some harm and preventing it. So that it is, it is certainly possible that these events can be, uh, if not caused, manipulated or allowed uh, a little bit more leeway than something normally would happen. But then again, there's always the the converse, which is, uh, you know, never overlook the stupidity of humanity. Like people are just dumb and incompetent in everyday life. So well, and to attribute all of that to conspiracy is, is a little ridiculous as well. Don't forget, it was a vicious move. I mean, it was it was just the, the viciousness of the attack itself. If we just take the story for what it's worth, right? A, a bunch of crazy Muslims conspired to, um, to you know, we're not really going to get and... into nine eleven now, are we? With him. No, I mean, I, I, I'm sorry. I didn't what else you got? And <laughs> all right, go in. I just don't. Wanna, <laughs> I don't even give this credence. I gotta be honest. The the only rule I have for you, Joey, is you can't stop us unless you I have know. something. Oh, oh yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. I have a list thing. Okay, no, let me glob on. No, let me glob on to something you said, which is really interesting. Was I think that the uh, the left and the right both take part in some of these conspiracy theories, whether oh, yeah. it's the far left and the far, and that's kind of what I was saying before, but. I think it's just really interesting that we have a lot more people now that do believe in this stuff. So it seems to be more of a thing now. I think where before it was more fringy, now it's less fringy to be to be believing in some of these conspiracy theories. And it's it's basically a, a lack of trust in the government or the state. Uh, no, no, it's I, not, no, no. I don't, some would say it's not, an awakening. I mean, exactly. I, that's how I view it. I understand that, but I'm just saying the people on the far left and the far right tend to have that lack of trust of the state, if you will, or whatever. Shouldn't you? Well, exactly. <laughs> and I'm, that's why you. That's what I mean. I don't. Why. I don't think it's necessarily just lack of the state. I think it's I uh, because or lack of trust in the state. Yeah. Because again, there's so many more. It's just again, like I've said so many fucking times, it's a flaw in human thinking. It's going to be hard for people of the to people just by the people for the people. We're, yeah, we're just, I mean, it's... we're we're telling someone that they now have power. Someone's got to look into that. What's <laughs> like... funny is Trump is now well, but... that guy's president. He's he's the president for the conspiracy theorists. Yeah, that's the real thing too. Well, I mean, anybody, there's anybody... To turn, man. Uh, Alex Jones. Is well, fucking, only recently, uh... the past month, because of the Syria thing. More but... specifically, the re- the reality of it is, it's that the. The one thing I was hoping with Trump is that all conspiracy theories would just go away because everybody's like, okay, this is just not a thing that can normally happen. But of course, that's not the case because everyone's going to, that's not how conspiracy theories work. You have a narrative beforehand and everything is, you know, goes to fit the narratives. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, But I mean, the reality of the situation is that it it, by in no way can be. I want to read that thing. Actually, that was fun. I wrote that thing a while ago. Go ahead. What what I was thinking of was John Meacham. John Meacham. I think, you know, him. he's the historian. American Lion. Yes, nerd. Boom. Anyway, don't call me a nerd. You told me that. It's I funny when a nerd calls another nerd a nerd. <laughs> anyway, nerd alert. Jesus, fuck Christ. that button. <laughs> fuck that button. What he says is that characters <laughs> make presidents more than anything else. The actual personality of the person eventually wins out over time and shapes not only the West Wing and the chief and the staff, but the entire executive government and then the entire government eventually. That's so, any CEO. Totally. I don't disagree to an extent, but yeah. I'm just saying to, yeah. when you have more power, the more you have. You're right. Totally. The owner of a football team or something. I think so. You say so. Yeah. You don't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Watch a football game. The owner of a what? What happened? I'll watch a football movie. I'm just saying characters make presidencies. And the idea is that if Trump really does believe in certain insane things, well, the people are going to try to tell him he has no clothes and that we've seen that recently with Nunez. We totally have. We've seen a lot of these guys trying to cover Obama wiretapped me. And how much of our time has been taken already as a distraction from really a lot of the real issues, whether you believe in Russia or whether you want us to do actual things with our government. It's just a ridiculous distraction because he's an idiot and believes in stupid things and tweets them. 
All right, here's a here's a conspiracy for you guys. And this is this is a referendum on Trump's entire 100 days. You've already read this, but I'm going to read it to you anyway because it's fun. I've probably not read it. Okay. No, I sent this to you. I wrote this. Doesn't mean I wrote. Okay. <laughs> what if what really happened? So this is a conspiracy theory. What if what really happened is that a celebrity reality star donned a demagogue mask and managed to capitalize on the flaws in human thinking and a natural inclination toward authoritarianism to hijack a major political party in a country with a weird electoral process where the only where only one of two parties can actually win, even if he's wildly less popular and can convince a few states already prone to vitriol and vicious hate for the opposing party after being subjected to a decade-long narrative of the possibility of success of a few overly simplistic, unfounded philosophical viewpoints, i.e. objectivism, white nationalism, government, malevolence, masculine superiority, member berries, solipsism, causing them ca- causing them to question the legitimacy of truth itself in favor of escapist, quote, reality, reality, aided by the overwhelming unlikability of the insufferable alternative candidate, which caused, which all caused him to win the election, which led to the general populace to become more politically active and, quote, woke, as the kids say, to the con of the aforementioned flaws, f- aforementioned flawed philosophical arguments and began to step-by-step check on the perpetrators of the money-driven ratings-infused con-based con based on evidence and the proposition that maybe, just maybe, some things are actually true. What if that's what happened? That's, that's not a conspiracy. Oh. I, I don't conspiracy good. No, not really. That's what I guessed happened. Yeah, yeah why aren't there any good conspiracy theories? They're all pretty bad. Oh, they're, they're actually <laughs> wonderful. I, I guess know. they're like Santa Claus and the unicorns. No, I mean, they're, they're, <laughs> so they're fair <laughs> questions. It's just Based rooted in, in unbridled skepticism that turned to, to cynicism. So in other words, you know, whether or not we did or did not land on the moon, right? That's probably the most classic one. Where I rem- we've talked about this. I, I know. When I, first, I, I just yeah. think it's interesting. It's like you go to blind cynicism or blind optimism. It can be either way sometimes. Uh, no, well, blind optimism is. I don't it, know if they're per- correct antonyms, it, but no, well, I know what you mean, though. I mean, so so many people are just burying their heads in the sand and saying everything's just going to turn out fine, right? Because they're you know whether they voted for Trump or not, or they just kind of don't they're they're checked out of the whole thing, and they're like, look, I just hope everything turns out fine, and they're not really paying attention to the to the things that have happened in the last hundred days. Uh, whether their head is in the sand is irrelevant to me, but yes, there are tons that are. But they are basically saying, yeah, it's all going to be fine. Head in the sand and not looking at anything is the same thing as looking at everything through a particular lens that you have to to fit the narrative that, you know, whatever, X, Y, and Z. Yeah, I mean, the thing to remember about most conspiracy theorists is that it's very akin to uh, cult reading. So people uh, forget the misses and they remember the hits way more. Can you define cold reading real quick? Uh, cold rating is, you know, that sort of um, uh, magic act routine. Uh, what was it? Mental words called, used yeah. to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, the TV show where you would just kind of like start rambling at an audience and then like, uh, I'm getting a, a J letter, a J. Anyone have a J? Yeah, right oh, here. J, my, J, J. Yeah, J. It, J, yeah. J- Joey. Uh, my oh, name's Joey. Oh, oh, Joey. Uh, I, I think it's, I think it's, um, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing an, an older figure. Um, it's, it's kind of, you know, uh, a, a slight figure. Um, oh, it is my dad. You're talking uh, about my dad. Uh, it, it, uh, well, he's this, old. He's really this, skinny. This, this, this figure is, um, uh, a little, a little wayward. Uh, this figure is a little bit, oh, um, really? uh, uh we'll, we'll say under the weather, um, uh, mm-hmm. maybe to an extreme extent. Um, he's not that sick. He's yeah, pretty healthy. Okay. So, um, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm getting another letter, a letter, uh, 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 M. Um, does, does the letter M mean anything to you? Mom? Uh, um, maybe. How is your mom's health? Have you talked to your mother lately? Yeah, I talk to her all the time. Is, is you she, guys Is do. she doing okay? Yeah, she's pretty are, cool. Are you sure? Do you, do you believe everything that she's saying about that? 
is there possibly anything that she might be hiding from you? Oh, Do you think yeah. maybe she might be like Definitely. she might be like very very sick, but just afraid to tell you? Totally. She sorry, collapsed Nancy, like Hillary one was... time. <laughs> You're a terrible cold reader. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, have, she, my mom books, did get vertigo way. one time. I think, like, randomly, she <gasps> had it for like a week or two. I think. Sean, your magic. Yeah, there you your go. Magic. You can see the dead. Yeah. There are two books actually. She's one alive. of them. One of them's called. Um, uh, I guess mentalism, uh, yeah. uh, techniques of mentalism by Corinda, I guess. And the other ones is, uh, Adamon, um, are two very good books, starting books on mentalism. Corinthians. Corinthians. Um, I yeah, don't so, want to start mentalism. Anyway, so why are they akin to mentalism? Sorry, you had to like go on that long. <laughs> you were go- talking about something completely different. Cold uh, reading. <laughs> yeah. Um, how, how are conspiracy theories akin to cold reading? Well, it, it's just that, that idea of people remember, you know, youth as a cold reader, you throw out like 30 things and one thing actually sticks and someone says, oh, okay, that applies to me. And every, the entire audience forgets those 30 random things that you, you threw out and they just remember that hit. Right. You so, count the hits and, and forget the misses. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's uh, mm-hmm. kind of like the, the Egyptian way of uh, history, but it's just the idea of, you know, you, you keep compounding upon that. Right. And so if you're a conspiracy theorist as a trade you're just throwing out as many different random things as you can in the one or two things that hit you can point to and say hey remember back on this date that's when i was right so trust me now the biggest thing is also the argument from ignorance fallacy that's used a lot utilized a lot in conspiracy theories because the the point is that you know okay well i have the narrative the the government negative sort of thing not so much proven negative it's more so that uh in a sense but we'll get into we should have done a whole show on that at some point but anyway um so the, if you can't prove me that I'm wrong, yeah. then my explanation must be correct. And or that it must is, at least be plausible or well, it, no, as no, plausible no. as yours. Uh, sure, but not necessarily. No. It's just, it just means that you're not wrong because you haven't – so right. the, the claim is you know, we didn't land on the moon. Um, how do you explain how do you so again if someone were to say how do you explain that this crosshair is in the picture right how do you explain mm-hmm. that this is kind of a, 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 skew, a skew to it that's and where Kubrick wanted it right well the other person would say you know why well, I, I can't explain that and the certain person says well then my uh-huh. my explanation <laughs> yeah. must still be correct because you can't prove me wrong right. Um, and then Buzz and Aldrin comes in there and punches you. Right. Probably. That's what's known as the, the, I know that was pretty awesome. I saw that too. <laughs> um, and that's what's known as the argument from ignorance fallacy. You, mm. Um, if you can't prove me wrong, then therefore my argument is correct. Right. And that's um, just bad science, bad science, bad philosophy. It's bad. Everything. Mm-hmm. Is it weird science? Hey, Oh, <laughs> um, well, <clears throat> is there anything that- I can't make a bad joke one time? Is there anything that Trump's one done in the last one 100 time. days that like, if this is a referendum on Trump. Because that's ultimately what the 100 days means right now. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's really a point for everybody. All the Democrats were waiting to simply say, okay, well, do you guys regret it? Do you guys regret everything yeah. that happened so far? <laughs> you know what I mean? And all the Republicans were waiting to say, were, were simply waiting for the 100 remorse? days. Do you have buyer's remorse? Yeah, it's, it's for the opposing party, of course, is usually what the 100 days is there for. It's like, oh, Not did always. they hit? Sometimes it is to Sometimes brag. it's a celebration. Yeah. yeah. When, when has it been a celebration? Obama. Uh, yeah, Obama, and I feel like uh, Clinton, Clinton probably. Although he think he failed on. Why healthcare. are they? What do you mean they're one hundred day celebrations? Um, well, obviously the the liberal media is going to uh, side with the achievements more so of the Democratic uh, 
program. So, you know, all, all you know, the, the yeah, that's Trump, true, but well, the, it just happens Trump, to be that Democrats have gotten shit done in the first hundred days where the past Republican presidents, maybe Reagan, Trump has gotten done things shit. done. It's just things that no one liked. Do you want to start naming them? Do yeah. We, let's got to go through them now. Um, basically just the, the repeal of a lot of executive orders, the, uh, you know, his whole, for every executive order I sign, I have to repeal too. That's not the so, rule. That's, that's not the rule. Yeah, that's not the one. That's regulations. Regulation. What's that? That's not what it is. So the, he, the, what, that was an executive order that had to do with regulations. Mm. And, the, and the executive order basically was for every new regulation implemented to have to go away. Okay. So I don't know what that... It's not executive that no orders. Of the executive orders. Oh, no. I'm just saying oh. that, that that's the mentality that he's taking. So the Oh, I, yeah. To, to undo everything Obama did exactly. is his so mentality. That's, that's sure. normal. A lot, of, a lot of that stuff is Republican Democrats is seesaw stuff. So I don't blame that stuff. Okay. But, but like pulling out of the TPP, sure, yeah. I'll give him that. But that's not a big deal. Everybody because, was going to do that. Exactly. Democrats were going to do that, even though I think it's a stupid idea. And everyone was going to do that. Um, I think we can call the-, the of Syria. I want to start- yeah, that's not <laughs> the Gorsuch thing. I'll give him that. That's the thing everyone points Why to. Why is Hold everybody on. giving him that? Yeah. I, okay, Go exactly. No, I'm going to, you're going to bitch just as much as I will. But I already point, bitched at it anyway. One, everyone's like, it's an accomplishment. How is one, even if, okay, let's say Scalia died January 30th or January 25th or whatever. How is that? It, that's just random. That's not, well, no president, the fact that you just nominate someone with a Republican majority in Congress well, the, and the, problem the Senate is that, had to use the filibuster, that's not impressive. Well, the problem is that appointing- That's not an accomplishment. Yeah, uh, appointing a uh, Supreme Court justice should not be an accomplishment. It, but given well, it, it the recent actually, history of yeah, how things have gone down, getting anyone into that office right now is an accomplishment. Uh, not it's really. Not, it's not necessarily Trump's, but it is, uh, it is more it's of Trump's. a feat than it certainly should be. I mean, it's an accomplishment uh, if you- I mean, uh, <laughs> by the way, you know it's Gorsuch. That's the only sound I can make. What the fuck? Gorsuch? What a douche. Keep going. Finish what you were saying. Gosh. I'm sorry. Golly. What was I saying? <laughs> I'm saying that even if it wasn't random, the fact was he died a year before and the president who was there for his last fucking there year of his 11, term didn't get to 11 months. There were 11 months left in Obama's term. So insane. How the fuck do you get away with that 11 shit, months. There was a year left. Fuck you up the ass, Turtle Boy. And I'm not, I don't, uh, Whatever. I've said enough on this. Look, fine. Okay. They, he got there. He nominated a Supreme Court justice and then they changed, chess. they changed the rules of the Senate to get him appointed. Mm -hmm. Cool. And not cool. Fine. Fuck it's, you, Mitch that's, McConnell. That's, I guess, an accomplishment. They made a no huge deal, deal out of changing the rules for fucking ever and now no one gives a fuck. Do I, oh, I'm sorry. What? My, I'm, I'm blinded this whole by nuclear option bullshit was such like a fucking uh, uh, what do you call that uh, the the dangling fucking thing uh, Damocles sword, sword of Damocles yeah the uh, it, you know for so many years and then they just did it and everyone's like oh okay they they, they just did it yeah for the, you mean for the what the appointees the Supreme for the uh, yeah. but the the, the simple uh, the, the nonchalance of what how you said it is actually kind of the scary part yeah. isn't it. That the, the fact that bipartisanship is so dead that that's not even a question right now. Of, nuclear option? Of course. Why not? Yeah. Fuck over the other party just to get your nominee in place, even though it's against the rules of our republic? Oh, yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> but, you know, bipartisanship is dead. Okay. Here, let me ask you guys a better what? question. When bipartisanship is dead? It should be, but it's certainly not. Not? Bipartisan? Oh. He means, like, the opposite of partisanship. Oh. Uh. Yeah. Working together. Like working together. Yeah, yeah, not two parties. Never mm -hmm. mind. Sorry. 
<laughs> wow, I, I love that you were going to go off on your three-party rant, though. I had a question. Always. I miss it. But I don't <laughs> care anymore. What were some of the other accomplishments that Trump did for the first 100 days that everybody's been talking about that's so exciting? Uh, he uh, made it so that internet providers can sell your information. Yeah, that's an accomplishment. That was not him. Fuck you. That was not Trump. That well, was that was. Uh, he has to. He hasn't yet, is what I'm saying. No, no, no. It was done a couple weeks ago. The net neutrality thing? Yeah. The Senate thing? This week is the first week that they're actually- Net neutrality, that is separate. We're talking about the the Privacy, privacy, privacy. He signed off on that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's in there. That's fine. I mean, I don't remember seeing that at all, but okay, sure. Oh, that was a thing. Yeah. yeah. How many executive orders has he passed? I could look it up, but I think it's like 20. I think it's 28. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's something. He did 28 things. But a Republican or a Democrat <laughs> would do like, tw- like 12 of them anyway. Like the global yeah. gag rule goes back and forth. Like that and kind of 12 of them have been overturned by judges. <laughs> like- yeah. I th- well, two of them. <laughs> At least. Two of them. Yeah, yeah. sure. Well, yeah. The, sa- the same one times two. I mean, most presidents don't have uh, two huge legislative uh, failures like this. This is a big deal. I think it's a huge deal. Sure. And if well, you consider three. the tax cut stuff that's about to happen. No, no, no. Three. three. Healthcare. I was going to say healthcare. The healthcare, the Muslim ban. ban. And what else? Oh, I meant the, the Muslim, Muslim ban times too. Mm. Oh, okay. The yeah, wall. I just, he's backed off on the wall. That's uh, just no, one. He just put that in the text. That's just thing. one of many promises. Uh, and no, I know, he it's did been, not. It's, it's gone no, in and came out. Not. It's gone in and came out. By the time yeah. you guys hear this, the, probably the fucking government will shut down. So whatever. I don't think yeah, that will be in there at the end of the day. And I think that's no not gonna more he, government. Well, he came no in to say government. it, but okay. What does the world look like without a federal government, Sean Fah? Uh, well, I just saw one of the the 20 LA riot movies that are out this month. And um, probably, uh, probably like that. Yeah. Anarchy without the federal government? No, you just can't get a national park. You can't get your passport. Stuff like that. Um. Uh, yeah. The, the basically, yeah. The temporary federal government that shut down that we're talking about. The army's yeah. still getting there. People are still getting paid. So yeah. if you want to go over to Europe uh, for the summer, I wouldn't plan on it. No, you can as long as you have a passport. You just, you just don't yeah. lose your fucking passport. Oh shit! I gotta renew my passport. But that, yeah. I that, have to renew mine too. Actually. Yeah, that's, that's uh, you guys going not anywhere? that I'm going anywhere. I mean, yeah. Where are you going? Don't ask questions, Joey. What do you think this is? I want to go. <laughs> you can come. Put me in your luggage. <laughs> I would totally stow in the luggage. Anyway, so yeah, so we've got three. Tell me like one of your French girls. <laughs> so far, two big legislative failures. Um, and again, I don't think, oh, God damn it, man. Trump doesn't fucking care, basically. He just wants to win. He, he honestly just doesn't so give a shit. So much winning. Yeah. He's he tired really of it. He doesn't fucking care. He does not give a shit. It doesn't matter if he wins or loses. He's going to call it a win. Mm. He's delusional. Well, no, no, no. If he, do, if he doesn't call it a win, he'll blame it on somebody else. Yeah. He's, they're blaming the government shutdown on the, on the Democrats right now. Easy. And do, do people... That's the question, actually, by the way. Do you I think mean, people Michael are Flynn is now, end up believing Michael this? Flynn is now Obama's problem now, too. Right. Oh, yeah, exactly. I saw that, too. Because Obama... That, because the Obama administration re... What? They gave him again the security clearance? They yeah, renewed they his actually, security clearance. But they so. fired him. Right. Anyway. Um, but uh, what did I just ask? What was the question I asked? <laughs> Sean, what did I ask? God damn it. Clue, man. Son of a bitch. You Shit. listen to me. I don't listen to you. Well, you could check the tape. I don't care anymore. Why would, why would I listen to you? No, it's... Uh, you Google it. <laughs> say something. I don't know. Somebody say something. Say something. I'm going to get you a drink. Of- um... Wow. Zombie Trump care. That, that's probably what done. What does that mean? Trump cares back. And oh. it's this time it's personal. Oh, gotcha. You know? Yeah. There's so also the tax cut that's coming on. That's going to be a big fucking failure. What's different about uh, the zombie version of Trump care other than the I think brains? supposedly the pre-existing conditions are tougher. Oh, that's right. The um, uh, They can charge more for pre-existing conditions. Yeah, and then yeah. states can opt out of it completely. Yep. Which is um, a little bit on the strange side. 
they're trying to get the Freedom Caucus. It's not going to work because they're yeah. going to lose more moderate Republicans, I think. Um, but and even he, Trump's in favor of, you the, know. The uh, only way they can do this Medicare is to try to get all. a vote this on tomorrow on Friday, which they think they're going to do by doing a snap vote. And people have already caught on, and they've been calling a shitload today and yesterday. So all their congressmen are now getting tons of. Let's hope. That, I think that's they're gonna like, try. They're gonna try to push it through before anybody gets a chance to read it again. Of course, that's the only way this is gonna pass. Yeah, it's well, not that's what going to. And the thing is, if this doesn't go, then tax cuts are kind of fucked too. So yeah, well, that's why I'm, they had I'm to redo it because they realized they couldn't do tax cuts before without the before taking away health care from from poor and old people. Um, the. I guess, well, sick people as well. I had a question actually about sure partisanship. About partisanship? Yeah. Well, hang on. Let me let me finish up on the healthcare thing. Um, you're gonna remember the question, right? Yep. No. Okay. Cool. The part. I'm gonna write it down. <laughs> um. Sure. So, I, I guess Paul Ryan again. Right now, the biggest thing with the whole the the Freedom Caucus and the and the Tuesday group came to a particular agreement now that essentially has gives rights back to the states in order to do with what they please um, regarding the regulations that are in place for Obamacare. So in other words, um, if, you know, if a state, if a particular state uh, wants to give the insurance company the authority to raise uh, premiums on people with preexisting conditions, they can raise it to whatever they want. Um, that's states rats. Right, exactly. States That's what goes into it. So it it effectively turns it so you can't, you know, it it turns it turns back what made, you know, the healthcare element of it good in the first place. Because if you, sure, you can get, you know, uh, you can get healthcare for your cancer, even though it's a pre-existing condition, but it's just going to cost you a hundred thousand dollars a year. So uh, it's it, I don't it need affects some, what it ultimately see, comes out. I, I don't need some <laughs> Yankee government telling me. How much money my insurance company can charge me if you have a pre-existing condition? I don't want that. <laughs> well, so that's my southern yeah. gentleman. Really, gentleman? I, I, I introduced him today. That was good. I'm world welcome. premiere. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, Mr. Uh, Darlington uh, Sadby. Are you sure it's Mr. Mr. Darlington Sadby? <laughs> Mr. Darlington Sadby. Okay, there it is. Not good. <laughs> don't don't. Give well, now case. it's done. Mr. Pretty, Darlington Sadby. It's pretty done. sure it's Miss Darlington Sadby. Yeah, it was very kind of like... No, oh, he was just a very effeminate man. It was, yeah, it was kind of a Lindsey Graham. Right. Yeah. That anyway. was, I was aiming for a Lindsey. Right. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I, Dude named Lindsey? Exactly. So here's my problem. Here's my problem with this whole zombie healthcare thing, or mm. zombie Trump care thing that came out. Paul, Paul Ryan is kind of excited about this. And they, they, oh, he's got the such a little of, Ryan boner. Yeah, they all want the same thing, ultimately, which is just essentially just repealing it, but they know that's wildly unpopular. Cutting and, taxes for rich people? Right, exactly. That's ultimately what they all kind of the one thing they can all agree upon. Um, and fuck the poor. <laughs> I guess we can just put pivot to that as well if you want. Well, I, I my, think, my problem with Paul Ryan's whatever. Go ahead. No, no. I, just, I, I think this is one place where uh, Trump does have the possibility of swaying. So you know, uh, you know, because he is not truly a Republican, uh, he has come out and said that he's not necessarily opposed to universal health care or Medicare for all. 
And if if he were to push that, um, I think that even if it was to fail, uh, he would have enough people behind him. That's what his voters he, fucking exactly. wanted. I heard yeah. so many people. Um, I heard this interview with like a I don't whatever somebody in Ohio essentially it's like fifty seven percent or something of Republicans that would vote for it. The, yeah, I mean the people who who were kind of helped by Obamacare and yeah. they voted for Trump because they wanted jobs, but also they many of them I heard on interviews voted for Trump because he what he promised. Was universal health care. He promised health care for everyone, and and they knew that it was you know it wasn't so much Obamacare because Obamacare wasn't everybody hated Obamacare. It was going to be Trump care yeah. that was essentially universal health care. Mm-hmm. The problem is he doesn't have any ideology behind that. He doesn't give a fuck, mm-hmm. and therefore he won't get behind that. And so he'll do whatever kind of Congress wants in a way because they're the legislative power right now. Because Congress will never fucking allow yeah. universal health care to go through. I mean, there there well, is just the I mean, hope eventually that eventually they he's, will. There is just a whole thing playing the political to game when, when they're not fucking run by by shameless, you uh, know, meant, objectivist. I meant eventually like Ayn Rand four years, but cocksuckers. Yeah. Well, I mean, to get into the, the Congress thing, one thing I did want to bring up, I do have some numbers to discuss. Um so there was a uh, interview with a re- representative uh, Ken Buck from Colorado. Don't like him uh, already. Do not like Ken Buck. Really? I do. <laughs> Go ahead. I I'm like on, Darlington Sadby a lot better. I'm on board with Ken Buck. I'm, I'm going on record right now. I'm on board with Ken Buck. Uh, Congressman Ken, Buck? Ken Buck is not a, uh, a fictitious character of my creation. Uh, he is an actual congressman from Colorado, first-time congressman. And apparently he wrote a book um, based on his disgust of the system that he saw in his first term in Congress. And one of the things that was, uh, that was pointed out was that in order for a congressman to be on a committee, there is an additional um, a party fee that is assessed. So the, the committees are kind of divided by like A, B, and C, like super important committees are A, kind of mid-levels are B, and then you have C. So just to be on a A-level committee which is like the appropriations, ways and means, you know, the big those guys. Are, though, by the way, those are probably the two most. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is, it, it will cost the member $450,000 per term, per year, uh, to be on a B-level committee. What are they paying? Who, who does that money go to? The, the uh, parties. The Demo- so they raise money and then they have to give yes, money to the, the party. The Democratic and Republican Party appoint their dues essentially. Their their uh, uh, increased dues that this is beyond what they pay just to be part of the party. Well, the the this reason is- okay seems like the reason is obvious though, right? Because they're getting the payouts from whatever committee they're on. Well, that's the that's the whole thing. They're raising that- money for. Whatever. If they're on the defense committee, they're probably getting money from Lockheed. Well, that, that's the whole thing is that uh, just just to finish the numbers, though, to be on a B committee, it's about $200,000. And then to be the chairman of an A committee, it is $1.2 million. So what they have to end up doing, basically, is doing all of these fundraisers and these galas and these events and kowtowing to all of the people that are showing up to give them money. So if they stop going along with and voting with Lockheed or they stop voting with Monsanto or whoever it is, they are going to stop having those people show up at their fundraisers and they're no longer going to be able to participate in these high level decision making processes. You're right. Um, this, I mean, what's interesting is that I think there are people on the right who agree with Bernie and you on this and that we got to get money out of politics in some way. Uh, that is the answer. I think that might get some sort of bipartisan agreement at some point. I don't know. Maybe not. There's a lot of money still embedded in there, and obviously corruption don't want- is treason. 
it's tough. It seems like a one-way slope for the money stuff. It's only gotten more lobbying, more money, more decision-making based on that. And also, I was going to say it also the downhill slide of partisanship, as we can go back to this for a second. It seems like it's only one direction it's been going, right? Yeah, oh, totally. More partisan, more partisan. And so my question really was kind of like a hopeful one. It was basically, <laughs> how, how do we stop the downhill slide? Is there a way to just kind of turn it around somehow and be less partisan? Um, I mean, a grassroots third party is really the, the kind of easiest, most powerful way to do it. Um, but that seems like that might just increase the polarization, whether it has another third pole. You know what I mean? Um, well, that, that is the first step. Um, obviously I have uh, talked about it before, but I'm a proponent of uh, ranked voting. So the idea of, you know, voting for your favorite and then your second favorite and your third favorite. And then we get to a point where we we have people elected that are uh, not offensive to the most people rather than uh, vastly appeal to a small number of hardcore voters. How do you feel? Oh, go ahead. My, my first inclination toward that is actually the opposite, which is just no parties, no longer. Sure. You're no longer yeah. allowed to have a party affiliation, um, period. Totally, yeah. I, I just feel like that is. That basically, you turn the Republican. You, you that's force, the ultimate goal, but to, I think that you have to baby step to that. You can force the Republican and the Democrat parties together to form one party, and they kind of, you know, they keep their whatever. I don't know. I think that's possible. I guess then it's a one-party system, then it's the opposite of what yeah, I want. I think a no-party system is more possible because of the internet, because mm, people can, can raise that much money by themselves What happens the to the parties then? What happens to the Democrats and the Republican Party? Know. They're going to have some sort of power. No people just give up power willingly. So yeah, exactly. Be some like, sort of crazy fight. And, there has to be something. And again, this is kind of like this this sort of catch-22 Aurora Borealis. Uh, the you know, the, the political machine is that, that money goes to places. So, you know, the people that that money is going to are the media essentially yeah, well, you for know, advertising the vast majority yeah, of the money. Paying for spent staff that's and, fair. Like there's yeah. nothing wrong with the, the parties. To, I, I, I'm not suggesting the parties shouldn't exist, I guess. What I'm saying is that you can't have an affiliation. So in other words, if whatever you're running on, there's no R or a D, you're just a person. That's it. And where, however you get your money, you can still get your money from the Republican or the Democratic Party. And that information is still readily available. But when you go to vote or when when they advertise, whatever it is, there just isn't a party attached to you. You you essentially make that no longer allowed. You 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 make it illegal. Essentially, you yeah. can't have a party affiliation attached to your to your person. What's interesting is Trump's campaign was the closest we've actually had to one of these Internet type of campaign. True. Very true. And I mean that in that he had a very small staff. Uh, they were all, they basically only had what like What about this... Howard Dean? Ah! What was his campaign? Like, I forget. Oh, he was just crazy. It was just like that. Like it was just like Bernie. Internet sort it was very of Bernie grassroots. President. It was yeah, just yeah. like Bernie. Yeah. Extremely yeah. grassroots, crazy well, progressive. I guess what I mean is Trump or, you had, know, out there basically, it, it, the Kushner had the, like the hundred guys in San Antonio in a room basically doing nerdy computer, you know, generated algorithms and stuff right, like yeah. that. And then basically they had a small ass staff that like didn't spend any money because they were cheap as fuck and they ended up winning. So, I mean, obviously there are many other reasons, you know, <coughs> Russia, but you know, the point is, uh, they still had a red herring. internet style. Yeah, it was red. Why and is it a red herring? It, red herring is not it. There's no, like it could be anything. It is not a red herring. Yeah, why do you think it's a red herring? What is Russia? It? Yeah. It's a distraction. They, from what? From what the actual problems are. It's a place to blame. They, it is the problem. 
Okay, Russia well, no, is the problem. The, the problem was the fucking American voters. The problem was the these it's, it, that they are a factor because Americans are stupid, but they're duped. I, I think we're just giving Russia way too much fucking credit. Okay. Uh, like, no, 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 no. We're not. They accomplished an extremely difficult thing, and they did very well at it. Okay, you. Th- so it very unique in this time. I don't think it's a dis. Okay, <laughs> Sean, I agree with you. There are many reasons why there are more important things to focus on than whether or not Russia hacked our election because they're more immediately um, fixable, I guess. Joey, I agree with you. What happened was terrible and essentially an attack on our country and is the worst possible thing you can imagine to have ever happened. That needs to be fixed, honestly, and it's not. Like, that's a big deal to me. It's it's in the process of being investigated. It's not something to... What? It's in the process of being investigated. We've opened Pandora's box. We cannot keep other governments from, from, you know, talking to our people about their preferences for our government. We can prevent hacks into the Democratic Party. Oh, yeah. That's their fault. That that is certainly something they can do. Okay. We could do that for our voting machines. We can do that. We can get better voting machines. We can get better technology. We can protect the Republican Party. We can protect the entire elections better. We can prevent Russia from doing what they did. We can prove we we basically expelled a shitload of spies. We can prevent people like Michael Flynn and these other people declaring being a foreign agent. We can get better laws right, on but- that, be more proactive on that. We can prevent a lot of the misinformation and disinformation by helping Facebook and Twitter. There's a lot of things. That's thi- really fucking scary, man. I know you don't like that. But the point is there's a lot of things that can be done to fight hybrid warfare. And if you simply say that there's no way to fight it, I'll simply say that's like and that's like saying there's no that's, way to defend anything. Yeah, no, that's not at all what I'm saying. My question is, d- does that mean that hybrid warfare is the problem currently? It is the number one problem right now in the world. Well, yeah, because we're not currently in an active war. It is but... just as bad, though, in many ways, because it leads to war. It's it's le- it's it's. What do you mean? It's allowed basically the United Nations to do nothing on Syria because of misinformation in Russia and in Syria. Well, I mean, so, I'm just, oh, it, it's okay. It hasn't done too much damage. It's done, so it's led to not it, war. It's, it's led to Trump, really. It's trying to lead to Le Pen and it's trying to lead to the downfall of the EU. It's really fucked over a lot of people in Turkey and Syria. I, I mean, it's fucked over. It's going to be fucking over people in right, Libya so, and Georgia and, and Ukraine. I think – and. Luckily, Montenegro was saved this like past month. My point is the disinformation hybrid warfare is just starting to peak. And yes, we haven't quite discovered. Starting to peak. (laughs) Well, okay, whatever. We have just started to figure out how much to how to fight it, and we're trying we're trying to catch up real quick. And the U.S. It's the same thing with Pearl Harbor. Like I said, the same thing in nine eleven. The U.S. doesn't catch up until we actually get hit. And the fact is, we got hit like you know six months ago. So I think that they're still trying to figure out how to fight. Hybrid warfare. So when and you that's, say it's, that's a big deal to me. So when you say there's Russia a difference is the between problem, fighting what do you and defending, mean? though. I mean, they're what's standing up against NATO and the West. They're the big, biggest force with the biggest military with the biggest money. So from a global perspective, Russia is the problem right now in the world. Yes. Right. Okay. So, and Sean, what do you mean when you say that we're giving Russia too much credit? Uh, I I don't. Well, especially specifically on the election thing. Um, you know, it, the uh, this is why I don't like the the term hack being applied to the you know the Russians hack the election. Uh, that connotes a a very specific mindset to uh, a large majority of the unknowing public. And you know, it's that kind of that same semantics issue I have with what, the nuclear uh, option. What semantics it's, would you use? I'm curious. What would you say? Um, th- they influenced or attempted to influence our election. Certainly, you don't think they influenced uh, the election. Um. 
that they may or may have not. I, I don't know to the extent, and no one has any idea to what extent they actually did is, influence. Is the fact but, that they tried just as bad as them actually succeeding? No. Countries have been trying to influence elections since there have been countries. So if you know, they, We are the biggest, most powerful country in the world. For us to think that other countries don't have an interest in our political outcomes but you is realize fucking ridiculous. That no, not, no country has ever interfered with our election like this. It's not like this because this is new methodology. It's it's not like it's just just the largest extent. And hold on. This is the largest extent we've ever had any foreign power ever It's in the entire history of the United States. Right, because of the methodology. Whatever you want to say, but that's still an enormous historic big deal. But you're telling me there was was no propaganda from other countries during World War – before World War I or before World War II. It's not just propaganda. They use the internet, which is using our propaganda against us. Yeah, they're just good at it. No, (laughs) no, it's not just good at it because you're ignoring all the Trump stuff. And I'm just just declined to discuss it because I'm not going to start going collusion when you don't agree. But the point is there are so many goddamn coincidences between Paul Manafort, Carter Page. I can go off on all these other ones. Roger Stone. It is their coincidences are not there for nothing. They're, basically, and it takes Hillary a lot of work to come to up Iran. with. I mean, that is not what I'm talking about right now. Stop. Just don't obfuscate the problem. The point is what I'm saying is that Russia had way more influence than just even propaganda. What you're saying, they actually used another party against another party. One of our parties against ours, and they got real deep in there. And they also used to an historic level a level of influence that's never happened so, in the history of. I don't know, recent modern history. Okay, so we, yes, I certainly agree that we should uh, increase our internet security. What what else do you propose? What is it that we should do about Russia fucking hacking our election? Extra sanctions. Extra sanctions? More sanctions. Like, like that's done so much so far? It's actually done the best job of anything. But what else will do job? Nuclear war? The only thing that we can also use, any use is hard power, which is going to lead to World War Three, which everyone hates, or unless, unless you want to start going against their proxies like Syria, which is kind of, I think, stupid. But the point is, yes, sanctions are the one thing that will cripple Russia because they depend on their economy more than anything right now. And it has been shown that the sanctions after 2014 really fucked up their banking system. I, I just think that in a country where freedom of press is, is so supreme that there is you know, really no way that we can combat this sort of uh, propaganda in a blanket way. We can we can fight this on a one-on-one sort of thing. We can take down I, bad information as, as we see it. I don't mean take it down as in remove it from the internet. There's, it's not it. a one-prong solution. It's a multi-prong solution. I'll give you a couple. One, education in schools about false news, fake news. Two, you might not like this, but you force or using Facebook and Twitter to possibly, you know, filter out some fake news. Uh, three. Welcome to China. Okay. Yeah. You can take it that far. I don't take it that far, but whatever you want to call it that. I don't think anyone's calling it well, China. Well, I mean, look at fucking Berkeley. They're sto- you know, they stopped Milo Yiannopoulos from speaking and everyone was okay with that because he was a guy. No one's pedo. okay with that. There's a lot of but, people on the left speaking out against that. Bill Maher spoke out against that. There's tons of left. I don't agree with you. And everyone on the right is against but that. But now so- they're standing up against fucking Ann Coulter. All right. So what? Like they're they're keeping. She's she's just opposed to them. I I think they're stupid. I'm not saying the people at Berkeley are smart. It's a dumb move on all parts. But I'm just saying. I don't think you need to worry about ideology. I'm not worried about free speech. I think it's being defended very clearly right now. Is what I'm saying. Do not at all. I think free speech is being defended. I do think it is. Uh, Of course uh, it is. Sir, I I do believe that the. The louder voices are coming from the uh, the oppression of free speech than they are from for Who? the free speech activists. Name one besides – I'll give you Howard Dean who spoke out. He's an idiot. 
Besides Howard Dean recently. What do you mean one? Anything, hold on. Bur- anything against free speech. The Berkeley. Yeah. Everybody it's, protesting in Berkeley is, all is of effectively supposed. Everyone. Well, I don't care. There's a lot of people that are crazy lefties that are going to support. I don't care. I don't, those are that the loudest fucking Any, voices. Right. That's his point. No, I disagree. I think Bill Maher is a louder voice than those people. How are they a louder voice? Because Bill Maher reaches Bill more Maher people. How is Bill Maher a louder voice? It, he's not news. Then, yeah. Then a bunch of people. Whatever like, you want. Of, I disagree. I think he's a very big news source for most people. I disagree. Right. Totally he's disagree. one person. Talk and to- I see on the news thousands of people in the street screaming that we need to stop this person from speaking. So what? I, that happens. I understand. But that's, I don't still, I, there's a lot of people. How do we get on a free fucking speech? How do we I get on anything? I know how we got into most of it. I don't know where we are was, now. I, I was trying to. We were getting a drink and shit happened. That was a long time ago. I've been trying oh, to man. fucking say something for a while. Go ahead. The, look, the, it's not like it was just a bunch of fucking, you know, Danish trolls who jumped in and like, you know, meddled with the election itself, right? This is a foreign adversary. It is our number one adversary who came in to meddle in. It was the equivalent of them breaking into the headquarters, stealing papers, and then, and then you know, uh, Publishing it. It was more the equivalent of them asking for the keys and someone giving them to them, but okay. And more. Fine. Yes, it, was, and. it was the equivalent of taking the taking the the security guard. Not to mention the thousands you know, of trolls that, that affected him with Wisconsin, Michigan, made, Pennsylvania. Whatever the case. And, and, and it's more. It the CEO. Look, look, look. <laughs> my, the CEO. My, my point is very simple. It's not like it was. A, it's not like it was a. It's not like. So it's not like we just can't fix anything across the board, right? You're broadening yeah. it a little bit too much. That's I, what I do. That's my job. Which is fine. It's just I think. I think it does obfuscate the problem because what Joey's talking about specifically is Russia in particular trying to take down democracy. And this was a huge step in doing that. And essentially just the the mere fact that they were able to succeed in casting doubt on the electoral process in the first place means they succeeded. Regardless of whether or not they actually did anything, it was. And again, like I said, it's not a bunch of just random trolls. It's It's our foreign adversary, our number one enemy doing that shit. So that's kind of where the big problem is there. That being right, said, but for the most part, it was just it, it's a fucking wake up call that we need to protect our shit. Correct. That's fine. And but but again, disagree. that's that's too broad because you like we said, there's something very specific that needs to be done. That's why Joey brought up sanctions, all that stuff, and other possibilities. But because you were saying, what's your solution in a broader sense? And Joey saying, Joey's talking in a more specified sense of what do we do with respect to Russia in particular, not what do we do with the idea of. Many different foreign adversaries right. trying to influence elections in general. I mean, that's that's just going to be a bigger and bigger problem. As it, it, I mean, it is just easier to influence an election from a a warehouse full of computers in Pakistan right. than it is to send over lobbies. Right, but that's not. I know, but that's not the issue right now. Is what I'm saying. That's that's the generalized. That's what we have problem. to look at. That is the issue. That's what become. That's like that's what the issue becomes. That, there is right now. That's what we a have ver- to plan for. Like, no, 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 no. Right we, now, we, we can't. That's, you can, that's our problem. Okay. With fighting the last battle. If somebody that comes Russia up, battle already happened. Let me we put have it, to look at the next fucking one. Let me put it this way. If somebody walks up to you and punches you in the face, mm-hmm. what do you do? Do you try to figure out how to defend yourself from every single human but being Russia's on already the run down the street. We're, we're done with that battle. It's, now no, we have we to aren't. train and fight, for what, get no. ready for the next one. Who's going to hack into our election next? That's the thing. I Russia! don't know. Russia! That's my point. Russia! But th- it's not like you else. don't know. You and know the guy who just came in and punched you is now, sure, he might be down the street, but First we all, can actually figure Sean, out what's right, happening no, with this. The other countries don't have the capability thing. of Russia. Oh, bullshit. Maybe China. Maybe China. And no, they don't have, they have kind of, but that's it. It's, it's hackers. You don't need a large fucking- Yes, they did. They needed thousands of people. Th- that helped, but the right one person can do things. Yeah. Right, but that's not the problem right now. That's what I'm saying. But that- 
I know that's what it, that's what it becomes. But, but we're back to my guy who just punched you. You haven't asked my question. What do you do if he's already run down the street? I'm not going to chase him. I'm Why? going to I'm going to prepare for when I see him again. He hasn't run down the street though. He's right in front of you. The election's already over. The thing is done. You don't think we are not going to have another election? You don't think France has another election? That's what I'm saying. We have to be looking at the next election. We have to be trying to figure... That's what I'm saying. In the next one, there is going to be more. More people have seen this happen. More people are going to be inspired to do this. More countries are going to jump onto this bandwagon because every country in the world has a stake in what happens in our politics. Okay, Okay. I'm convinced. So what? So you're saying, yeah, (laughs) we need to fight digital hacking, whatever it is. Yes, we need to fucking, like, we can't just concentrate on Russia right now. We have to concentrate well, on- Well, that's silly. That, uh, the reason no. why that's silly is because, let me explain. You're basically saying, okay, um, let me give you an example. Uh, shit. Uh, I, I don't want any, shit, this is not a good example. I don't want any, uh, any, any, co- with any soda. So uh, let's not focus on Coke. Like, exactly. I don't want any soda. Let's. Uh, so now you're going to say I don't don't bring any Coke into this house because I'm not drinking soda. But then someone brings an orange crush into the house and you're going to drink that. Not shit? a good example. But exactly. The point, yeah. I don't understand. I, what I, was your point there? What I, was that my soda point thing? was that <laughs> if we're going to be fighting hacking, we need to know the number one source of whatever you'd want to call it hacking. I will. I don't care. Call the hacking. number one source no. is a motivated hacker. No, that's incorrect. It's just incorrect. That's, num- that's that's hacking. But you, there's not one. What he means what, is why. It's, what it's he means is quantity. why did somebody do it? In other words, the likelihood of of England hacking into our election in order to yeah. sway it is much lower than some than like Iran or North Korea. Or the likelihood of us caring if England sways it is less. But um, that, I, I no. I guess that's fair. You're our, right. Our I mean, ideology aligns they, with England much closer. I don't think we'd be if, as pissed if exactly. something happened from England. If England came in and and you they know have a history, but no, no. If England that. came but in, and let's co- so, slow down. If England came in and let's just say released this like weird dossier that had some that indicting information on Trump on our president of the United States, do you <laughs> think we'd care about that? <laughs> <laughs> like a like a P tape, something yeah. like that. I don't and know if we pretty much every world leader would spoke help up us against or hurt us. I don't know. <laughs> most world leaders spoke up against Trump. That is them influencing our elections, right? Yeah, I just don't think influencing our elections is the same as what Russia did. So I think that Russia did it to an extreme extent. They happen to also be our largest adversary when it comes to nuclear weapons and military. And they happen to not be a trading partner like China is and not be friendly like China is right now, currently. So, I so think, if we're going to decide it wasn't hacking and it wasn't influencing, what the fuck was it? I think it's both of them. I don't, I, I don't know what the you're attempt. talking about. Mm. I think it's all, all yes and, yes and, yes and, yes and, yes and. You really got to work on that. That's not, that's not how it Is that yeah, how it works? No, it's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you said something. I was like, you're just letting me go. I, I understand that's not how it works, guys. <laughs> I know you're turning it into just like, just meaning yes. It's like synonymous with yes. Complete agreement. No. You've made a point. Yes, and. <laughs> That's a yes, and. I like it, though. I'm on board with this. Is I really it, What else should I call it? Like a plus one or something? That's it's, lame. Well, Super it's, good plus one. I don't want to snap. That's really lame. In truth, it's true. Is it uh, double, double plus? Double plus? I think. Is, is that the Orwellian uh, well, newspeak? You're not. Well, okay. Double plus good. You're, you're, the whole point of yes and is that you continue it. You, yeah. you use it to stop it. You're like, yes and. <laughs> like, that's yeah. a yes and. But like, right. I agree with you and then some. Yeah. And that's not really what it means. It's like. But it's good. We should, we should be clapping because it's a classic politinkering agreement. That you're wrong? That I'm always agreeing. <laughs> yeah. What the Oh, fuck? no. I didn't mean to do it. Now, now you just. It is not an agreement at all, by the way. We yeah. do not agree. Um, Sean O'Brien, can I ask you a question? 
Yes. You just did though. That's that's it. It's a question mm. I posed to Sean Fall earlier and you didn't Uh-oh. answer it. I want you oh. to tell me, how can we fight partisanship? Tell me, tell I did me, answer. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. How? Sean Fall, what did I say? How can we fight partisanship? I don't think yeah. you said it. Yes, I did. Um, oh, getting rid of all parties. Oh, really? That was your deal? Or combining into oh, one Oh, I meant on a personal party, level. But... Like people. Like how do people become less polarized? By how having we... more parties. Oh, how, wow. do we, how, do, how do we penetrate our bubbles? That, by giving more options. Well, it, so again, I, I still think it's the same question I, or I, the same answer. Um, if I'm talking to somebody else and I want to know what it is they believe and why they believe it, that's kind of the only thing I care about. I, I don't start by saying, are you a Democrat or a Republican? I don't start by saying, are you Jewish or are you Catholic? That's how I start. I don't start. Yeah. I mean, it's- uh, you, well, you're I'll, a dick. Everybody tries to- Clearly. Well, it's, it's a common thing. I mean, people, people want probably? to be able to label- yeah, There's lots of dicks. People, people want to label somebody else yeah, uh, as, as as quickly as possible. <laughs> I thought you wanted me to bring us to New Orleans. Yes, and I said nothing. Of the yes, story. and that was what I said. Yes, yes and You're confusing us. And you can't do that. You can't steal my yes and now. <laughs> Wait, that's the whole point. I thought you wanted it to become a thing. That's not stealing. It's, it's a like, catchphrase. Yeah, you can't like create it. Yes, and, no, it's, and, it's not a catchphrase if everyone says it. It's only a catchphrase. You know one what? It, it's it. a tribute. I, I'll appreciate it. You know, I'll take it as like a tribute band, like a cover band. Oh well, in that case, I will not do it anymore. Yeah. If it's mocking, I'll accept it. It's lame AF. <laughs> that's good. He yeah. stole my thing. Com- he stole back. my thing. That's go. what's with comedy. Yes, and cool <laughs> beans. Wow. Um, I had a, such a nice little rant, but you fucking cocksuckers smashed me. I that's, shouldn't say cocksucker, by the way. That's no. a bad thing to say. It's like what? homophobic. It's homophobic. Everyone likes sucking cock or getting their cock sucked. Yeah, but I used it in a negative way. Yeah. It's a slur. So I, it became a slur. Yeah, but that, I mean, you, uh, it's not only gay men that suck cock. Yes, and. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> AF. Um. Just that comedy K. Cocksucker just has such a great tonality to it. True. It's very easy to label people. Uh, it, it makes the conversation, you know, more fluid for you. It's more comfortable for you because it gives you some sort of position to say, okay, these are all the things you believe. Rather than saying to somebody, what are the things you believe? Point A, point yeah. B, point C, point D, et cetera. All the way down the line. Once you've labeled somebody else, boom, conversation's done. I already know everything about you. I don't need to ask any more questions. I don't need to do any more research. I don't need to do the work to figure out what it is that you believe and why you believe Agreed. it. Agreed. More totally. importantly, once I figure out yes, why you believe whatever it is, that also means I don't need to do any work to figure out whether or not what you believe is true. Because what? I have beliefs too. So that's what most people come into every conversation believing in the first place. But if you were to take a step back, every single human being and not try to label whoever it is is that's making the claim and just kind of take them at their word, it, it will be more productive in the conversation. And that's the easiest way to kind of fight partisanship is because all you're simply saying is, on this particular point, what do you believe is the right course of action and why? Um, on this particular point, what are the objectives that you're trying to solve? What are the problems that you're trying to fix in our country? Um, how, in general, do you think we should run as a society? And thus, that's the easiest way, I would say, to end partisanship. But Ultimately, I don't know, man, but we don't have to end it if you don't want to, but I don't know, man. Uh, we should keep going. Let's keep I going. I set you up. I'd be okay. Fine. Well, I, I, I honestly think we're part of the solution. Um, I think politinkering and shows like this that uh, foster the ideas of uh, uh, antithetical opinions um, is a good starting point. We're going to raise the level of public discourse in this country. <laughs> that's, that's always been my goal is to at least have a, uh, a 
uh, an intellectual discourse that is not based purely on uh, divisive sports teams and the the idea of uh, uh, ultimate partisanship, the idea of examining things on a case-by-case basis and, and seeing how people react to that. I think that, you know, politics is so much right now about the the hard left and the hard right, but that is a small percentage of a very vocal minority. It is the, the vast majority of people are in the middle and fairly level-headed. Clowns to the left and me, jokers to the right. Yeah, but there's way more people stuck in the middle with us than, than anyone wants to acknowledge. Here I am. Politicians keep <laughs> I can't stop it. He should get a record scratch stop one. Oh, yeah, that's true. You don't have to stop it. It's okay. You can just keep Spend going. Some time collectively Politicking with the show where I don't know, man. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Because the truth is, there are rules. I don't know, man. There are rules, Jimmy. I, just, I don't know, man. Rules are only suggestions. More like guidelines. Guideline is harder than a suggestion. I don't know, man. I don't know, Remember to su- say yeah, something, Sean. Do all that. Follow us at the uh, at Power Tinkering on the Twitters. Uh, you can uh, check up on uh, at Text Before Calling if you want to yell at me. Uh, Ob usually handles the at Power Tinkering. Uh, Joseph Bonnier can be followed at J O E B O N I E R. Wow! Get that? Yeah, you did. Awesome. My branding is work. <laughs> exactly. I uh, give it a little rhythm and uh, it sticks. There you go. Uh, like the uh, you got to sing the jingle. Yeah, right. Uh, but uh, you can also hop on over to any one of our various websites and donate to whichever is your favorite fall cash show. We know you're not going to. It's fine. Yeah, no. I mean, if anyone does, it pretty much just goes to, to booze and food. Yeah, donate so. to charity or something. <laughs> um, yeah. That's our 100-day show, I guess. Mm. What episode are we on? Like, we should count ours. Do we have a number? Um, I don't know. I think 91. No. Uh, oh, coincidentally, uh, this Monday, tune into Paula Tinkering, or I'm sorry, Paula Tinkering, into Text Before Calling for our 200th episode. Do not um, do that. Yeah. Surprises will abound. And Do you um, have a new host? Things, uh, su- a surprise host? Uh, Why wasn't me? I on the show? Um, on, the, you, on Text Before Calling. Well, it hasn't happened yet. Oh. Oh. May I please be on the it show? It happens Monday. May I please be on the show? You, yeah, we should have like a 12th guest of Christmas kind of thing. It's hard enough to get the wheelman in the studio. It's not hard to get me in the studio, though. You could just, can I, be, can I come to the 200th episode? It's not up to me. Sean is so uncomfortable right now. I, I don't make the decision. But I, I'd like to come. Wheel, wheelman's in charge. I, I will certainly notify him. I'm just him teasing. I honestly your... don't care. I can't come. It's on tape. Jesus Christ, I hate you so much. <laughs>